Hello and welcome back to the official Christian podcast called Bread Ends. I'm your host, Noah Price, and I am here with my co-host, Dylan Marshall. Well, kind of. This is a little bit different of an episode. So this is a uh, this is a future Noah at the moment. Um, this is as as mentioned in the last episode. Uh, Dylan's about to go on camp, and uh, we were able to snag him for part of this episode. Uh, but we were only able to cover our main content that we normally cover, our main agenda. So yes, we're we're gonna be talking about the chosen today, but we're not gonna be talking about other stuff like how we're doing what we're learning and all that stuff so a little bit different a little bit shorter but i hope you like it as always uh we do have a instagram called bread underscore ends so just like the name just straight up bread and then underscore ends and that's where you can get more connected with us uh whether for our segment of the show that we normally do that we won't be doing this week called crummies that segment is literally meant for uh, allowing us to be vulnerable and to fess up if we messed up anywhere, where if we like said anything heretical or anything wrong, uh, you guys can always contact us there. Either just DM us is probably the best way to do that. And we'll, we'll bring it up to the show if you want. And not only that, but if there's also something we cover and you have some problems with it theologically, or you just you just personally believe something else and you want to talk about that, you want to present that, or you want us to talk about it, then this is a great segment and a good spot to where we'll we'll actually present that if you want. And probably most importantly is if you want to suggest topics that for us to cover, then on Instagram DMing us is the best way to do that. So just it's simply the best way to contact us. And even if you just want to talk to us simply, like again. That's the best way to do it. Now, on to our crazy, bizarre show. Hello and welcome to a brand new day. Totally not the same day as recording from last time. Hey, this episode's going to be weird. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really weird. This will all you be... You want to know why it's going to be weird? This will all be chopped off. Yeah. Maybe not, though. It's going to be out of order. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. All of it will be chopped off. Nobody will know. Or this will be our beginning. Yeah. To the end of the world as we know it. That's the Left so. Behind series, probably. This is the creator of The Chosen's Dad made. Yeah. Is the co-writer. Oh, co-writer. Okay, because well then it's whatever then. When you, when you look it up. Who like, even cares about the co, co-writer? Tim, is Tim, the writer the Tim authors of the, the Bible? Book. Is that the rest? Is the author of the Bible? So Tim LaHaye wrote the book with Larry B. Jenkins who Dallas Jenkins is a descendant of. Well, I'm not too worried then. Well, I wasn't worried to begin with. <laughs> well, you were. You were afraid. You were shaking in your boots. Quaking. Quaking in your boots. So we're we're covering... We're, last week Last week we covered The Chosen. Three and four. Yeah, last week we covered The Chosen. Um, the first two episodes of that show had a lot of setup stuff. You know, you know it, it, was, it was fun. It was a romp. We got to see some more of our main characters. We got to see Nicodemus. We got to see Mary. We got to see Matthew. Are you we gotta Italian? See, we got to see Simon. Nicodemus. <laughs> Nicodemus. We got to see see some Centurions. We got to see Thaddeus and Jane. We got to see Andrew. And yeah, so we had a lot set up, and we're gonna we're gonna see who cares about that because episode three starts off without any of them. 
Yeah. Again, we're covering the fr- the next two episodes of the three show Chosen. So four. three and four. So Dylan, do you have anything to start off with for episode three? Yeah. So episode three is like the hey, what's Jesus been doing during all this? I I wish it would have start to uh, like start. You know how a lot of shows when it's like hey, we're in the past, so it's like hey, a couple days ago. They could have done that. They could have easily been like, hey, a couple of days ago. And then we would have been like, oh, okay. Like, it just only wouldn't make sense if you're watching this separately from from beginning of the show to the end. <laughs> if you're like, let's jump into this one. Yep. Um. So Jesus is basically living in a field in a tent next to a stone wall that Noah hates, apparently. It doesn't make sense. There's like, it's not like... <laughs> clearly at first they stonewall but then like later on you see in shots you're like oh that's like a stone corner thing and it's like my only problem with it is like at first at first it looks fine it looks natural whatever later on you're like actually that looks really fake that that looks like a prop that's that's not a real wall jesus kick it over please show the truth of this prop set yeah so uh, but those silly complaints aside let's talk about our, our new character that that gets presented right off the bat so this episode is called jesus uh jesus loves the little children is that what it's called yeah i, I would have guessed it was jesus and friends because that's basically <laughs> what it is that's because <laughs> jesus loves the little children and it's based off that that song jesus loves yeah. Yes, yes, that one. The Bible is it's true. That's not, not the song. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we get a little girl named Abigail. She f- stumbles into a field and finds some toys and starts I, playing with them. Yo, let's talk about this. So, at first, I was like, okay, this, this, okay, I get it. You know, a kid gets curious of things, sees a thing, just keeps on discovering. But when it looks like it's been lived in, like an establishment of like a little campsite, like, I understand if it's like looks abandoned or not. It's like, okay, whatever. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll venture in and see stuff. But when the fire looks like it was freshly put out and everything looks like like lived in, like, you don't just go start rummaging through everything. Not just a few things. Everything. Including some food. Who she almost stole. But she didn't. Because she's a good child, we'll learn. Isn't that right, Dylan? Yeah. Did you find? Did you thought this was a great adaptation of a fake character that we haven't heard of? You think? Oh, I think. I think it's a great ad- adaptation of Jesus' like relationship with children. Just like with Peter and teaching how children, Peter was, children. How Peter was turned into a gambler, a con man, and this time we got we got a girl who steals stuff. Doesn't actually steal anything. She's actually quite a nice girl. We'll learn. I think it's nice. I will agree. This is amazing seeing Jesus act this way certain around around kids. Well, plural, plural, because we'll see more kids mm-hmm. interacting with Jesus. But it, it's great. So we basically have Abigail. She goes in, sees the tent. Uh, Jesus starts coming back to his his little establishment, and she runs off to her family. And then a little little scene with her with her family. Can we talk about her family, Abigail, the little girl, her family? I don't remember much about her family besides her besides her dad being the stereotypical dad who like doesn't <laughs> listen to the wife. Yeah. It's just like what? Sure. And we'll be like, <laughs> "Can you help with this problem?" And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "Can you help with this?" And he's like, "I just got off work. Why bug me?" I didn't notice he was at the head of the table. I was like, "Well, he's the father." I was like, "Why would you? Why would you sit there?" Like, like 
it's clearly, his house. Clearly, the wife and the girl, <laughs> clearly the wife and the daughter have like way more space to like eat, while he has like the least amount. Maybe it's a humble it's a thing. Sacrifice. Am yeah. I? Yeah. Am I learning that the head of the table is actually the sacrificial uh, position? Hmm, interesting. Was that a uh, bubble verse reference? No, it wasn't. So that was about it. She basically asked, like, hey, can I go do this? And she, her mom's like, sure, but don't go too far. And it's like, she's like, oh, I won't. Basically, I feel like she lied there when she yeah, told she her said, mom she was going to wander. Mom said, hey, where are you going? I'm going mom, to she that. She said, the field, maybe the stream. And she said, don't go swimming. She said, I won't go swimming. I won't go swimming. Did she go swimming? No. She, she didn't. She didn't. <laughs> she wasn't lying. She didn't say, she hey, not I'm telling gonna... her mom that she was going to go see an old wilderness man. Wild man. Wild man. That they could have, that could have been a bad a man. criminal. But Jesus said to himself, he's like, I could have been a bad man. Can we talk about that? So, so Abigail goes the next day to go meet this man. With her friend Joshua. she brought her friend along. Uh, Joshua? Jeshua? Jeshua. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? A male boy who, 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 who was training to be a good Jewish boy. Yeah. He's doing the training. He's in yeah. school. So for today, today he skipped out, I guess. I don't know. What I'm saying is Abigail's not so nice as she seems to be. I think she is. Um, <laughs> you are very weary of all these characters. <laughs> They're all evil. They're all sinful. <laughs> these kids have riled me up. Yeah. So there's no there's no scripture. There's no scripture in this one. There's a lot of like stories and like teachings that are dramatized. Um like that Jesus we see later on telling yeah. about. Like he he's like, teaching. We see him, we see him in the scriptures and teach like uh Abigail's like, Hey, my family's poor and Jesus says, Oh, that's better. And sometimes I mean, it's it echoes, better than, than than not. Echoes that it's difficult for rich people to get into heaven. Um was that this, really what that was supposed to this be? This is this is a this is from a website that I have. Okay. So rich people enter the kingdom of heaven, which is from Mark ten seventeen through twenty five. Yes. Uh, Jesus says his father provides everything he needs. This echoes how Jesus told yes. us told his followers not to worry about food or clothes because the heavenly father knows what they need. In yes. Matthew six twenty five through thirty four. Because as we see with 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 this girl, she's. She is very much a girl to where she's yeah. a young girl asking a lot of questions. She just rapid fires asking questions. She's curious. She's like, why are you doing um, this? Why are you doing this? Are you rich? What's going on? The, the directors wanted to echo the Samaritan woman without getting to the Samaritan woman yet. Really? It's, just, it's a curious little girl. I thought she's like, I thought it was Come more see this like. Man. Come see this man. I thought it was more like in Axe. I forgot the girl who's standing at the door who's keeping like, watch why? basically why? and she's like who's this why? oh it's this person this? oh why? I'm gonna run into the house and tell everybody and not let him in was it Peter no not Peter it was Paul I don't remember but I don't know just, yeah. I just know there's a little girl who who acted very much Stay like a little girl yeah. who's like yeah shows what we know but we see the Shema and the Lord's Prayer which was beautiful and it was just really real to see like Jesus be like really hit by it because to him it was very personal, while everybody else was like, it very I'm much was like a memorized them. thing. I thought he would have gotten like a little bit mad or said something about like them just memorizing it. And then also, and this was more just our culture speaking into it. I was like, wow, wow, 
I'm surprised not a, one of those kids was like, yeah, they make us memorize this. Well, it's a little boring. boring, you know? Or it's like, oh, you Hero know what's about. is, you know, yeah. the Lord your God is one. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, yeah. I love the Lord. But you see Jesus in them, he's just like, oh, this is, it's just sad. Because it honestly is, like, the stuff that's gone through, through just God and his people. Mm-hmm. And what that like that whole s- section meant that promise, and it's just like oh my gosh. Yeah, we see Jesus really being a human man. Yes. In this episode. You you told me that at the beginning of me watching this episode was that it's like that was the point. You're it's like get to Jesus see a real human was Jesus. a human, and I watch him struggle to make a fire. <laughs> see him make a lot of carving, carving with crafting, especially at night, like. I get it. I mean, props to him. He's just Lots like... Lots of prayers. Just like he the, prays. The praying was cool. I, I was I was talking about like carving out stuff uh, uh-huh. at night. It's just like, might as well just get up early when the sun's getting <laughs> up and like do it then. But all right. Um, well, you, I the thing I think, I think that he has like some type of insomnia or in that portrayal of him because mm-hmm. it always shows him like in great anguish. Yeah. And then it shows him like up all night praying yeah. and then he's carving and it's like almost like I can't sleep. Well, here's a I'm gonna take plate. a step here, you know. In this, ne- in the next episode, I'm gonna take basically the first step towards the cross. Yeah, like, and so it's like he already has all this on it. He already basically could have all this weight mm-hmm. on him right now. At the same time, he could just be one of those people who's like, when they get excited and like enthusiastic about doing something mm-hmm. like a project, they'll just keep doing it even into the I mean, night. That's so you. he's just staying up, like working crafts and whatnot. It's like. Say, How'd you feel about the creator God and being made in the creator God's image, but Jesus, whatever he makes something be like, and it's good. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. That, I think that was the biggest one where <laughs> when we were watching this, you're like, is that Bible reference? Here it comes. Here it comes. I thought he was going to hurt himself and we're going to oh. see Jesus go like, ow, like because he was carving something and it was dark and it was at night. But no, instead he was like, it is good. We do see him at least Banging up scars. Yeah, I also was waiting him to make a reference. Like, whew, at least I didn't break a bone. Wink, wink, wink. No. <laughs> but yeah, he's like getting hurt. Like, yeah, that's what you get for like at night doing stuff. Like, because it, he's wrapping himself at night. It's not like during the day he's wrapping himself. It's like <laughs> at night he's like, oh, jeez. But why do I keep doing this? I'm just too enthusiastic about about making these toys. Yeah. Can we talk about how he's not a uh, carpenter, but instead he's a he's a craftsman? Yeah. Um. So yeah, Abigail's like, "Are you a carpenter?" And he's like, "I'm a craftsman." Um. And that just it's pseudo biblical. Yeah, let's talk about this because like, I didn't know about this until you um, you kind of looked a little bit into it I looked again, into it. a little bit into it because we haven't. And it's like basically, um, Jesus is only called a carpenter once. And it's when they're like, you're the son of a carpenter. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was more possibly used as like a insult. And so it's yeah. like, eh. Of the like idea that position. Jesus was a carpenter comes from uh, Mark 6, 3, in which people in Naz- Nazareth call him a tecon- tecton, which is a word that uh, refers to someone who works with wood, stone, and other construction materials. So he's like, I'm a craftsman. I do more than just wood. 
which makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's not like something's like, but no, Jesus would never. Like, it's like, it's, okay. It's been argued before that, uh, that, uh, I'm probably pronouncing it so wrong. Tecton might have been less of a description of like what Jesus did for work and more of like he didn't own any land. So it's like, how you work hard and you don't even have mm-hmm. a house. You have nothing to show kinda, for it. Kind of goes like throughout the episode people are like yes. do you have a house and he's like i have this tent <laughs> you mean the kids because like, we you have any friends cause, a cause, few because i'm gonna have more because <laughs> we didn't talk about this but like yes we we have abigail we she, she brings like her friend but then we see she brings in a whole slew of kids like which, seven of them let me say what are all of them doing like we got we got two more boys like come on they should be in school this isn't summer break it's in it's in the evening it's in the evening yeah, it's after school that. and then she goes after jesus, chores and then jesus instantly puts them to work yeah they're all they're all crafting tools together mm-hmm. singing songs doing all sorts of things asking a lot of questions did you like how uh abigail's one friend uh jeshua had, was called jeshua the brave did you like that yes i that really love that the song that they sing Yes, I did find it. You found it. Okay, because um, let me let me get a little bit of context. Originally, when we looked into this, Dylan looked into this. He's like, "Hmm, is this does this have any base somewhere?" Like, why and is first, Jesus singing a song, and where yeah, is he getting it from? Yeah, at first he couldn't find anything. Is it but, for us? Is it like one of a song that used to be sung at like camps and stuff? Is it a psalm? Is it a? Do they just make something like up? Him. Um, psalm thirty three one says, "Behold, how good and how pleasing if brothers could sit together in unity." Huh. And so, so yeah, yeah, they're doing that while they're making tools. So yeah, there we go. It's cute. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, we also see Jesus doing uh, the Lord's prayer with the kids, mm-hmm. which um, yeah, that's interesting. Either one, he's this is the first time he's he's doing this. Same with his teaching, or as we already mentioned, this could have been just something he would have been doing with a bunch of people. Of like, hey, yeah. here's some teachings. Hey, here's a prayer pray the lord's prayer basically mm-hmm. so i don't know i thought and it was te- interesting teaching children how to pray the right way you know like yeah. the disciples are like hey how do we pray yeah it's like teaching kids how to pray. it's cool yeah yeah it's not uh, a weird story how because- did you oh sorry no no you go. you go i was gonna ask you the the question i've been wanting to ask you how'd you feel about jesus portrayal uh, with the kids you know making <laughs> making some bathroom humor uh, making some raspberries to get like, yeah because we skipped we skipped right over that my bad i got excited with some other uh, stuff so yes at the let's go all the way back we got abigail she's she's going the second day to go see jesus she's kind of scared she's kind of scared so she brought jeshua her her friend and they're hiding behind the wall and we see jesus he's he's praying he starts to pray and then he notices that they're behind the wall and so he comically says, oh, and if there's two kids, please give them the bravery to come out to know that I'm a good man and yada, yada. And they're not even paying attention. And so he, and he just proceeds. Making, like, retching noises and blowing he's raspberries. Like, yeah, at first he's like, oh, and then started laughing. And then he's like, <laughs> he's doing all those sorts of stuff, blowing raspberries, being silly. And he's like, they're laughing. He's like, oh, I hear children. What, what is that? So that's, that's not the sound a sheep makes. What? <laughs> I thought it was great because okay. one thing we see a bunch, we do see with Jesus where it hints to is that like, I think he would have been like a funny guy. Like there's several different spots we see or, or 
well, there's speakers I've heard to where when they when they do research on, on Jesus and talk about it, they're like, I don't think he would have been just stone cold and, and, and just been like, this is the word and this stuff like that. But like the word of the Lord. Yeah, no, like kids Behold loved him. Oh Kid, kids like ran around him. Like we see stuff like that and it's like, hmm. Yeah, no, he probably would have been someone you would have enjoyed being with. He would have been great with kids. Basically. Jesus. What I'm saying is I'm not surprised. I enjoyed it a lot. Like I was, I was surprised to, that they went there with it, but I, yes, I'm happy. With yes, it. yes, it caught me off guard, but I think that's partially um, the point. But also, like, this has to be maybe one of my favorite episodes, and that's just because I'm seeing more of Jesus. Have how you, have you ever done anything with experiential prayer? Explain this to me. Um, it's a type of prayer that I was, I've never really done. It. I've done it a couple times. But it's kind of an imaginative prayer where you imagine yourself sitting in your happy place and you're like, all right, Jesus came up to me. What would he say to me? And that's that's your prayer. You're just praying for Jesus to talk to you and you're like, all right, what do you need to hear? And it's all led through like eyes closed. You're in this field. Uh, well, I had a friend that was had just got done with a really hard time of life. Mm-hmm. Um, they just got done with a mission trip that was spanning several countries and she kind of didn't feel like Jesus was real anymore. Mm -hmm. Like she had hit a really spiritual low. And so with her group, they were doing this experiential prayer and she says, what made her believe in Jesus again is in her head. She's like, you know what? This experiential prayer, like Jesus is just doing what I, my mind tells him to do. Um, he's stoic, you know, he's this guy, but Jesus, in her, in that experiential prayer, in her imagination, came up dancing. Like You've told me about this, yeah. Dancing, you know. He's like, hey, how are you? You know, he's just like, it's like, this isn't the Jesus that we often see, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why are you dancing in her prayer? And he's like, because I know that's how you communicate. Mm-hmm. And I know how to communicate with you. Because I made you. And so, for to see Jesus be like... I know how to, he knows how to talk to people yeah. and how he talks to children is well, through making fart noises. Like, like we, we talked to, we talked about this so many uh, episodes ago, but like we were talking about this with like rhetoric and how to like present certain stuff. And like Jesus was the best at this whenever teaching something like he knew how to meet everybody's needs mm-hmm. and like meet them where they're at in different ways. And so, yeah, no, I, I love it so much. Like I wasn't surprised, but it, it was it was really great to see something like that. And we see it with his storytelling as he tells the kids about the story of the <laughs> of the two she bears yeah. uh, with Elisha. Yeah, which and he goes you're like, raises his hands up. <laughs> you're like you're like why why is he sharing that like, so that they don't make fun of a bald people? Um, it might be a prophet. You'll get hurt. I don't know. Yeah. It's right, it's a fun episode. It's a it's probably my favorite episode. Maybe not, but it probably. Wow. Is, um, before we end it off, uh, how do you feel about or end it off the episode three this and move episode. on to episode four? Yeah. Is like how do you feel about um, his reasoning for telling everything? Because he gives his reason why he he's telling them like doing a little bit of teaching and spending time with them. from uh, Isaiah. I uh, probably is that when he quotes Isaiah. Isaiah, and this is where he starts to be like, hey. Even though your elders are more experienced, you know, you you 
children are important you too. You need to have the faith of a child. He doesn't say that. He yeah, he does. What? He says that. Oh, he does say adults that. Adults need the faith of children. Yes, yes, yes. I thought he was like saying for the children. Children, you got to have faith like children. It's like what? What do you what do you mean by that? I like it. Um, I we see Jesus in the Bible quote those verses of Isaiah often yes about his like this is my mission this mm-hmm. is why i'm here it's prophecy <laughs> mm-hmm. and so for him to be like just hey kiddos i just had dinner with the least of these now i'm having you know teaching time with you kiddos this is why i'm here yeah and they're like are you the messiah and he goes I don't know about that. You'll have to see. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> looks my at gosh. the camera. It does a <laughs> wink and a nod. <laughs> the whole thing, a little, but it goes on. Yeah, no. Super weird. Totally happened. Um, I, 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 my bad. There's actually one more thing me talk about. It's super serious about episode yeah, three. Super serious. Is Jesus abandons everybody and leaves without saying goodbye. He te- technically, that was his goodbye. And then the next day, he left. But he left a little present for, yeah. for Abigail. You, you want to talk about it? Um, yeah, he left a little sign that says, Abigail, I know you can read. Um, yeah. I didn't only come for the rich. And then gives her toys. Which is like calling back to the, the very first part of how they met. How mm-hmm. she's like, oh, what are you making? He's like, I'm making craft stuff. You know, and rich, rich people, people like, like decorations and toys. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh. it's like. I'm not rich. I'm <laughs> poor. And so, you know, it's a little circle, you know, giving back. It's great. But also, like, basically, he gave her, like, a dollhouse. Yeah, it's a, it's like a, it's a model of, like, a Jewish home. And it's pretty, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, there's, uh, little... there's an upper room with a bed and stuff. And there's the lower room with a, a manger. A manger. A, a trough. <laughs> and manger. some horses. I, I was waiting for her to be like, oh, wow, there's a manger here. It's kind of weird. It feels like. Seems like there's a, there was a baby in this. It's kind of <laughs> odd, huh? It's a little little unusual, you know. But yeah, and that's end of episode three. Moving on to episode four. Let's get serious. We're getting back to the action. Let's get into this. We're back with gamblers. We, episode four takes place back the first people. time you can read in your harmony. Oh yeah, we finally get some actual scripture. So in if this you grab thing. your harmony and you read Mark one, are you actually Matthew you three through light? four? Uh, Luke 3 and 5 and John 1, that's where we're at now. Can we explain a harmony really quickly? Harmony well, is... I'm sure the harmony wouldn't actually have these say. Oh, okay. Harmony, okay, it's basically just, hey, these are, these are the scripture passages that are... We don't have time to tell them. Our scripture... Harmony is basically uh, like the one we specifically have is a book of the Bible that follows through that has all the gospels parallel with each other as when they basically take account along each other. So like, it'll be sliced up into four columns of of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and then if it has scriptures that take place at this specific moment, then they'll have scripture there. And then sometimes like one of the segments will be blank because it doesn't have something for that section se- segment of the account. So yeah, it's a really interesting source. It's a easy way to be like, oh, I need to compare and contrast what this says through the different gospels is an easy source because it's all right there and it's just interesting to see which author covers what a bit more what one as what one doesn't put in and all that don't, I, I don't have time to look for all yeah this. Dylan doesn't have time to look uh, for it yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe next week you guys yell at us. But I, I told him the verses. Yeah. Or the chapters. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so now we open with Simon on the boat with the Romans that we saw him where we last left him. Yeah. And he pulls up a fishing uh, bobber and he sees that it's Zebedee's fishing bobber. Well, it has a Z on it. close. <laughs> He's like, oh no, here they are. And so he maybe on accident, definitely not on accident, leads the Romans into a sandbar and oh no, then they get mad at him and they cut his ear because they're like, you double-crossed us. Basically, he was he was going to betray his people, but then he's like, ah, I can't actually do it. They're, they're my yeah. friends. They're my brothers, but not actual brothers, but like, that's ah, we're all family. We can't do this. And so, that's good. Um, how do you feel about the, the ear getting cut? Oh, it's... I don't know if it's foreshadowing or not. I think it's foreshadowing, foreshadowing. to when Peter's gonna... It is gonna, foreshadowing. He's gonna cut an ear of a Roman. A Roman soldier cutting Peter's ear is definitely foreshadowing. <laughs> and it's bad. It's like, is this a reference? Yes! It's a massive reference to what's gonna happen. It's like, oh, it's... Oh. I don't like... I don't like this, Peter. Like you him. really don't. I don't like him. There's so much stuff that happens. You like him most in this one, right? I don't know. I thought I did, but maybe I don't. <laughs> Let's continue. What else happens, Dylan? Um, we see that. We see Matthew gets a new Peter job. Peter goes back into the yeah. Matthew gets a new job because the Romans are like, I don't know if I just have bad sailors, Ooh. or if Peter is uh double crossing us. He's like, I have some bad. You know, it could go either way. Yeah, so he's hey, like, Matthew, Matthew, you're very weird. I need you to follow Peter and write everything down that he does. Yeah. Basically, he was like, Matthew, you're you're a pretty odd duck. You know, you you take in yeah. every detail. When, and he's how like, do you do that? He's like, you people like to be ruled, which is kind of a callback to like they're like, send us back to Egypt so we can be ruled and be taken you mean, care of. You mean the Roman? Yeah, the Roman guy about, says that about Matthew, about the Jewish, the Jewish people. Yes. Let's just clarify who is saying what. Yeah. So, yeah, Matthew gets a little job. He has to follow around around uh, Simon and write down every detail, which I love <laughs> because they do a very <laughs> comedical thing that's really, it's it's funny, <laughs> and I like it. <laughs> I grow to like Matthew more. Um, that's for sure. We see Andrew uh, come with big news. Big news. He's seen a man who's who's who got baptized in, in heaven. And another and man he pointed, pointed at him and said, Hey, this is the lamb. Yeah. And yeah. Simon saw I mean not Simon. Andrew Andrew saw Jesus. And John the Baptist. And John the Baptist. He's hanging out crazy with the bug, bug man. Bug man. Crazy bug man. Crazy John. And he's like, Hey, we don't have to worry about your taxes now because Jesus is gonna make it all the right. The Messiah's here in like Simon's having none of this. Like everything just keeps on getting worse. Like he's talked he talked to to the Zebedees, the people he saved. Did he yeah. talk to them at this point? Yeah, yeah. He's so he went and found uh them in the bar and said, Hey, I could have I could have turned you guys in, but I didn't. But I didn't. And, and they're like, like well, ha- we weren't even out there. And he's like, he puts the bobber up on, he's like, Yeah, you were fishing the shores, weren't you? you were and they're there like, last Oh night. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. What? Whatever. He's like, so in, in repayment for me not turning you in, I need you to give me money so that I can uh, pay off my debt. I'm like, sure, but that's going to cost like 40 fish worth of, of men because that's all the men you'll be costing, not having go to work or whatever. Yeah. Basically, Simon comes up with a sneaky plan that's going to save the day. 
And Doesn't work. Out. All he needs to do is be able to catch fish within time. Basically, he's like, hey, how about I fish at your spot, your turf, and it be okay? Is that cool? <laughs> and they're like, oh, I don't know about that, but all right. And then so that falls through and he goes home and he fights with his wife. Yeah. And they're like, well, yeah, your mother's here and or your mother-in-law's here and she's sick. They're sick and she's going to stay with us. And he's like, like, that can't, no! that can't happen no! because of, because I'm a stereotypical dude who hates his, his mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. His mother-in-law. I can't have her living with me. He's like, oh, you haven't seen her forever. She's my mother-in-law. And so <laughs> they have a whole thing. Um, this Which is, where, is biblical. This is where we see more of of uh, whatever Peter's wife's Eden. name is. Edith? Eden. Eden. Like the garden. That's not biblical. No. Is that a Bible reference? We don't know her name. So, the thing is, she's very much put in a way where it's like, you can't make me do this, or you can't do this. I it's mean, like, it's like, Biblically, that was not how things worked. So I don't know, but yeah, also, but Peter her was not work was not being very biblical. Also, yeah. Also, her uh, her brothers have already beat Peter up in this show. So yeah, well, she's like, you can't make me do anything. I I more scoff it off to like this whole like family is just a little like out of whack in the yeah. theology side. They're they're rough. Which you know what, we get Christians like that too, where it's like. You know, it's you don't follow everything standard. It, you know, it's everything's a little messy, a little broken. So, new disciples um, with their father Zebedee, we get James and John. Yes, sons of thunder. Sons of thunder. Great. Um, they yeah. really make use of that word, don't they? We get uh, so they, they seem when like Andrew, a bunch of bozos, right? They're like they're pretty kinda, just like yeah. We're 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 men. We're, we're big here men, and that's it. Let's go. All right. Uh, we see when Andrew's telling uh, Peter about seeing Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, he's like, uh, oh, Crazy John's talking you, you again. You Crazy John? Yeah, yeah. Go listen to him. You go listen to him. I don't care. I don't have time for that. I have to deal with my problems. I need to go fish. <laughs> um, other than that, we see Nicodemus. Nicodemus is following the... Following the trail to Jesus still. Yeah, he's like... Uh, his buddy comes and says, hey... The Romans just arrested Crazy John. Like, oh, oh. The baptizer? Did he? Was there a miracle involved? Well, he's like, I, I gotta find out. Well, one of the fun things is like, did the Sanhedrin do this? Tell me if the Sanhedrin yeah. did this, because we're not supposed to do this anymore. <laughs> we're not supposed to turn in our fellow Jews to the yeah. Romans. And it's funny because that's uh, foreshadowing. Yes. Um, yes. So he goes in. He sees Crazy John, and it's kind of left up at the very end of like, ooh, what are they ooh. talking about? Is, oh, Jesus, ooh. Um, but that's at the very end. Before that, we do see Peter. He goes off to do his 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 little scheme of fishing at night. And so we see him at night. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go do this fishing. And yeah, we just Matthew see him for a bit. Sits at the shore, watching, watching him, him riding with down his stuff dog. with his dog. I'm glad he has a dog, you know? It's kind of fun. I think the dog is Judas. <laughs> it's the serpent. <laughs> it's the serpent. <laughs> and so, you know, you just see Simon here. He's just fished for a bit, struggling, nothing working. And then we later see, um, uh, basically we see, we see Andrew doing what he does best. 
bringing people to Jesus. You bring it bringing people. people. <laughs> yeah. Throughout the Bible, Andrew is kind of so, noted to well, bring people to that, Jesus. During that time on the ocean where Peter's alone, he has like a whole faith. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Like he's he's yelling at God, and all of a sudden, like it's like, hey, who are you talking to? And it's. Hey. Whoever Andrew is, you should be Zebedee talking like that and his to your two friends. kids. <laughs> He's like, they're going to think that uh, you lose faith if you keep saying you don't believe in God. Um, <laughs> it's like, you probably shouldn't say those things. That's not really good. And so they end up be like, all right, let's all be a whole, whole buddy, old pal friends, and let's go, go catch some fish. So they keep on trying, and like at this point, like Simon, Simon's just in a rut. He's like, oh, I got nothing. Like, like I thought I had more longer. I had had some more days until till Sabbath or Shabbat so before I had to meet my deadline. Turns out it's this night. I have to get all the fishes and pay all my debt. So they're they're working throughout the night, and then it turns morning. And they look at the shore and they see a large group of people. And they're like, "Oh no, the Romans are already here, and we got no fish, <laughs> and we don't have any fish." And so they're like, "Well, maybe you can uh, flee to Egypt." And he's like. Ah, uh, my wife hates Egypt. He's like, well, maybe you can send her money then. And they're like, ah, oh. yeah, they're just giving him a hard time. Simon, <laughs> Simon really has great friends. I'll, I'll tell you what. And so they end up going to shore. Um, and it's at this point when, when we see Matthew still sitting there, just like waking up because he fell asleep. You know, classic Matthew. I don't know if it's really classic. It's more like normal story, like movies showing thing where it's like, oh, this person's watching, and then he fell asleep, and then he's like, oh, oh things happening again let me let me wake up and we see we see simon's crew his 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 whole people go up towards the shore to the group and it's jesus i was really i was really concerned and and my you could say my feathers were rifled because jesus was teaching to a small group of people but he was on land not on a boat and i was like dylan dylan wasn't jesus supposed to be on a boat right here What's going I said, on? Yeah, don't didn't you read your Bible? He's on Peter's boat right there. Yeah, I was I was really silly about that. <laughs> so we have the the confrontation of of uh, uh, Peter finally seeing Jesus, and it's really funny because you you see Simon. Simon's like, oh, that's him. That's him. He's that's he, he's the Simon. Person. But oh, Andrew, my bad. We have Andrew. He gets so excited when seeing Jesus, and. That's one thing I do love is getting to see Andrew's reaction with Jesus. It's like he's full in, truly believes that's Messiah. And went, oh yeah, it's like, that's the guy I saw. And then Peter's like, just not having. Yeah, it. He's like, he's I'm not even done. Peter at this time. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh whatever. And so Jesus is like, hey, can I? Uh, can I use your boat? He's like, no. Boat? Andrew was like, yeah, yeah, whatever you need. And so it's like. And then Simon's like, no, no. And then Jesus, Jesus just, just steps walks the boat on and says, hey, like, I have something for you later. Just yeah. let me have a few minutes. He's yeah, like, I'm he's busy. He's like, I know you're busy. I know you're busy. Give he's me like, a couple minutes. What? what do you mean you know I'm busy? And so he starts giving an account. He's like, ah, since, since fishermen are here, let me end with the, with the teaching about fish. Aha. And so, which this could be a little bit of a reflection because does Jesus, I, I'm just not remembering a parable where he's separating fish. I think so. At the very least, it's similar to his other teachings about, you know, the second coming and, and the separation yeah, like, of God's people. I'm pretty sure it is, but I, I would have to check. I, I didn't have time to check that. But basically, he goes into a story about, about fish and how people catching fish. And 
he uses his time to like get Simon into like part yeah. of it. Like part of it is like, well, you use this fishing net, right? And it's like, well, it's like, well, obviously not this time. Like he literally calls calls Simon out for not catching any fish, and it's like, it, it again, yeah. it's one of those moments where it's like, ooh, Jesus knew. And it's, I thought it was funny, but also it was like such as like Simon's just getting 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 kicked kicked while on the ground. Like it's just rough for him at this moment. And so Jesus continues telling us teaching he's not telling a story but it's teaching. matthew 13 47 is it actually 50. yep okay cool cool so he is doing that and yeah you want you want to what happens next dylan when he gets done teaching he isn't teaching he's like all right goodbye everyone bye everybody and a lot of people leave except for but like not, four or five yeah of them. There's, there's a few that stay they stay for the after credits scene yeah that uh, yeah. I made the joke to know. I'm like, because one of the guys like stands up, stretches, He's like, like rubs his belly, ugh. and just kind of sits there, stands there. I'm like, that's me after a movie. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the kind of realism I have from the show. But uh, yeah, they they're waiting, and Jesus says, "Hey, take the boat out a little bit. Actually, just throw your nets in here." Yeah, they they barely even move. They're like right on the shore, which I was like, really that, miracle that far? All right. I mean, I thought um, they were a bit more out, but all right. Sure, and so they. Yeah, he's like throw the throw the net over. So Simon does. Simon didn't want to, and we have that awkward pause of him he's switching like, from like, Do I've it. been fishing all day and night, and I haven't caught anything. And it's like because in the scripture, Jesus doesn't say anything else, and so it's like he does have that like he, based they gave it to where it's like he just has an awkward pause. He's like, but for you, I'll do it, and so he does it, and then we get a miracle. We get a bunch of fishies. Bunch of fishies come out. Yeah, and you see the fish. You see the fish, Dylan. It fills the whole boat. Dylan, Dylan, when he first saw this, he, I was late. He I didn't, was tired. He didn't realize that like it showed the fish, so he's like, huh, they don't even show the fish in those. Can you believe and this? And then he, he calls, calls like, wow. over. Yeah. He calls over Zebedee and the, the, his boys, and they help him put the net and fills the whole boat. It actually does. It's like, ooh, that's a lot of fish. And so yeah, whole whole miracle happens. And then we get we get Simon walking up to Jesus and be like, falling on his knees and be like, like I, "My I, brother's right. I'm not a good person. You you are the the yeah. You are the Messiah. Lord. Get away from me. I'm I'm a sinful I'm a bad man. man. Which, you don't even know which, what I'm doing. Which with this storyline, like, it makes know what you're sense. Doing. With this storyline of him being a gambler and a con man, like it makes sense. But we see Peter falling at Jesus' feet so many times. My problem is like any 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 person could be acting that way. Like someone who's like not like I don't know. I would like to believe you know a regular old fisherman is gonna struggle with sin. You don't have to have like tax debts in order to be like I'm an awful, terrible person. Like I believe a lot of people are like that. Who's like I'm awful. I'm not a good person and would have fallen down. So I don't know. I don't know. That's some hot takes for me though. And so we got that, and he's like, "Can I do anything for you?" And he's like to Jesus. Jesus says the word. Follow me. Yep. And there and we I'll go. I'll make you fisherman. Well, well that, that was a little that, bit that, later. That, they start little, walking. They start a walking. Bit. He's like, "Hey Jesus, can you do this like seven more times? Well, four more times? Yeah. We'll make a bunch of money." Yeah, which and is he's like, like you're not gonna fish for fish anymore. Classic Peter. You're fish for men. Classic Peter just ruining a good thing with like <laughs> instantly from like a spiritual high to be like, "Hey, we can make a lot of money from this." It does seem like it was joking, but also it was just like 
Really, really, Peter? Really, right now? That's what you're going to talk with? All right. And, of course, we also see uh, Zebedee be like, hey, you guys can go. I'll, I'll take care of the fish all by myself, by the way. This is a lot of fish. Oh, he says he's going to call the other guys in. I'll take care of this. Don't worry. I'll carry Give the whole market. boat. I'll settle. He's like, I'll set her, settle uh, Peter's, Peter's debt. And which, it's like, you have the right to do that? When, when, when Peter... when Peter And then Matthew walks up and like, this is a lot of fish. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Which I get. But which is funny because he's like the... Analytical. How they how they portray him? He's is, very analytical. Like it really is like this doesn't make sense. Why yeah. does not compute? Which I get that. I love that aspect. Mm-hmm. My, which I realized they were doing this once. They're like, hey, Peter has tax debt. I was like, all right, that's what they're doing for. And the scripture is just like, all right, they got a lot of fish, and it made sense to give it away because then it's like financially, it would have helped uh, Zebedee originally, like. It could have well just helped him with losing a bunch of men to help him. Like, but that's a financial loss. He has to hire new people. X, Y, and Z need to take care of certain people. But in this, it's more like, hey, this miracle was in order to deal with a debt so that Peter won't have to be on the run, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that, that's end of episode four. So we leave off with um. Thaddeus and James, little James, little James, um, are fall are at least called Jesus Rabbi. Jesus Rabbi, yes. And now uh, Simon still, it's still just called Simon. He's not called Peter yet. Yeah, Simon and Andrew, uh, James and John, and a group big and, big James, and like a three other people uh, who are the crowd. are all following him. Um, and Jesus goes to Zeb or they go to Zebedee and they're like, "Can we go, Dad?" And he's like, well, "I'm going to tell your mom that you missed dinner because you." You're following the one that we've yeah, been waiting like, forever for. He's like, go do it. Like, yeah, yeah, go. Which you I love that. Dummies. Yeah. And so we do that. And then, as we already mentioned yeah. before, we cut to a, sh- a scene of, of uh, Nicodemus going He's to like, go see. Do you know what you uh, think about John? Crazy John. Miracles. And John goes, oh boy, I did. And they they cut. made. They made John look crazy. I'll tell you <laughs> he's what. He's crazy John. He's crazy John. Like, I get it. I get the idea that he was like a wild man, but like that doesn't mean he necessarily acted like a crazy person of like shaking and like giving a bug eye look like <laughs> he didn't need to do that. He could have just acted normal with like a lot of hair and like dragged clothes. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's episode three and four of The Chosen. Come back for episode whatever five and six five six which will be again again it's gonna be postponed a bit we'll we'll, we'll talk about that a little yeah. bit more towards the end of this episode but yeah. yeah 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 i last little bit did you like it how do you feel about it um from last week to this week i like it much more and we've hit the gospel part yes and i the team's kind of been assembled yes i'm ready i i'm yeah, I enjoyed these last two episodes way more than the last few. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've, I hope I, it stays. I really hope it, it <laughs> either continues or it keeps on getting better, especially since we're getting more scripture and whatnot involved. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited because for me, it bounces off much more better. For like, I'm I'm like more fine with the what is if it has at least some scripture to grasp from. Instead of like the very beginning where it's like. Uh, you grabbed all this from one passage. Uh, but yeah, so we'll have to we'll have to wait and see for for the rest of the episodes. But yeah, yeah. we will.
And that is it for this week's episode of the podcast. I hope you like our discussion so far and our just basically our journey through The Chosen so far. We ultimately are enjoying this show so much and we look forward to going through the series more. If you want us to cover it at probably a quicker pace than we've gone so far, let us know uh, down our Instagram, bread underscore ends, and we'll probably do that because we are kind of going at a very, very slow pace. Again, um, we won't be back for a while, most likely, just because, as we mentioned in a couple of episodes ago, Dylan's gone at camp right now, church camps, where he's a camp representative. He's just helping out with camps. So we can't really get together. <laughs> so we have to kind of just be on a short hiatus and that's okay. We'll be back. And once we are, we're going to be firing at full cylinders, or at least attempting to. But again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It means a lot. Um, if you're on, we haven't really asked this, but if you're on any other platform than like Spotify or whatnot, you can actually give us a review and that'll actually help us a lot. So we would greatly appreciate that. If not, we have our Instagram. You can get to know us more. Um, right now, I'm still in the middle of the the Bible challenge of reading through the Bible within a year. Pretty intimidating. It's actually quite a lot, but we've been working through it and it's been a great experience. Again, that's all for this week. Jesus loves you and uh, bye. Thank you.